You're listening to Out of the Box Success, episode number eight. In order for you to live your most extraordinary life, you're going to have to be willing to think outside of the box as to what success truly means for you in your business and life. Hi, I'm Audra Bartlett, certified success coach, multi-passionate, multi-business entrepreneur, and I've come to shake things up to get those creative juices flowing and get you really believing in what is possible truly for your life. getting uncomfortable today. That's right, out of your comfort zone, uncomfortable. This is something that really fascinates me. I, if you haven't picked up by now, I love concepts that have become so mainstreamed that they've become diluted and I like to dive deep and really examine them. And when it comes to getting out of your comfort zone, that's one of the things that is everywhere now. You have a hard time scrolling through a Facebook feed or an Instagram or a TikTok, right? Without seeing someone being like, get out of your comfort zone, live your best life. And everybody's like, what? Okay, I'm going to get a little uncomfortable. We all know that being uncomfortable is the path. But what does that even really actually mean? What does it mean to be out of your comfort zone? And what really is even a comfort zone? I think that the danger in us diluting these concepts, diluting something so important as being uncomfortable or getting out of your comfort zone is that we then only operate or look at what it means to do that on a surface level. It becomes almost like, so here's a fun story. I live uh, in a uh, kind of mid-state town and on one of the buildings in this mid-state town is this large spider kind of metal sculpture. And I would say for the first 10 years that I lived in this town, I literally never saw this large metal spider sculpture on the side of a building. I went into that building. I walked by that building. It's only a couple stories up. It's not that unnoticeable. But I missed this entire spider sculpture for a solid 10 years. And then all of a sudden, I realized it was there. I think that's sometimes what happens with these concepts. They become so normal and regular to see. They're now on bumper stickers and on journals and on t-shirts and on bags that we start to become blind to the concept and we start to kind of take it for granted um, as if, oh yeah, I know that. I know I'm supposed to be uncomfortable. I know that's the path, or we stop paying attention to it entirely because we've seen it so often that we become desensitized to the concepts. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that we are now having these conversations. I love the fact that personal development is no longer this weird taboo thing that nobody really talks about. I remember when I was a kid, I was always fascinated in personal development and I would sneak over to the self-help section in Barnes and Noble and like really sneakily grab a book off the shelf to take a look at it and make sure nobody found me. So back in the day, the self-help section was for people in my 
parents or in my friend's opinion that really needed help, that were really, really troubled, that we weren't the type of people to need self-help books. And so I was ashamed to even be looking at these books. I'm thankful that today we actually have a lot of these concepts out in public view and maybe not everybody has the same social media feed that I do, obviously, but I'm glad we're having more of these conversations, period. Don't get me wrong about the idea that we now are either blind or take it to just a surface level with these concepts because I'm 100% that big cheerleader for doing surface level uncomfortable things. It's the first step. It's the entry level shakeup. So I ain't mad if you're just doing level one. I'm excited you're doing something uncomfortable at all, but I'm going to take it level two and level three as to the expansion that can really happen when you start doing uncomfortable things. So let's break it down. What is the comfort zone? It's box life, baby. It's the things that we've been talking about. It's the rinse and repeat. It's the things that our brain tells us are comfortable. So what is the brain telling us is comfortable? It's the things that it perceives as safe and secure. Remember a few episodes back, we're talking about primitive brain, ancient brain. I'm going to rebrand that as old school brain. So we got our old school brain here that's telling us, oh, it's safe and secure here. Let's stay here. It's comfortable because our old school brain wants more pleasure, less pain, and a lot of ease because it wants us to be safe. It wants us to make sure that we don't get attacked by a tiger when we leave our cave. So really what is happening is the brain has decided that this quote unquote comfortable thing is easy for it. It has created a neural pathway that it can quickly go from point A to point B without thinking very much. It's pretty easy. It doesn't require a lot of excessive energy. You can keep your energy stores up. This is where we cue autopilot. We start living our lives in ways that are A to B, easy to go, neural pathway, old school brains, really, really happy. This is how we define comfort. But we also need to understand that that comfort is in essence a state of fear. The brain is trying to keep us safe, so it is scared of anything else that is not A to B neural pathway, easy, pleasurable, no pain. So you are existing in a state of fear in this supposedly comfortable place. So even if the things that you're doing in the comfort zone are not serving you, you keep doing them because it's easier than changing them. But I need you to understand that you are still in a state of fear. Even though we think it's comfortable, we're actually uncomfortable because we are living in a state of fear. We are not doing things because we're scared there's a lion out there. So I like to think that we're even lying to ourselves when we tell ourselves that where we are stuck is comfortable. So let's get into the levels. 
I love breaking these things down. These things just come to me. I just want you guys to know that, that I just all of a sudden sit down to write this episode and I'm like, how am I going to tell the people about this? And I'm like, oh, I think there's levels to this. Like nobody even, I mean, maybe there's someone out there that's written comfort levels, but these things just come to me for you. So here we go. We're breaking it down. Level one. Level one is where most people think the out of the comfort zone exists. It's the changing your habits. It's trying new things. It's trying a new food. It's going to a new class. It's asking that cute person in class out because you're so scared to do it. You just decide one day I'm going to do it. It's going live on Facebook or Instagram. It's posting the video. It's saying the thing on the social media that you've been afraid to say. It's telling people you love them or telling people about your new business that you started and how to support you and trying to sell them on it, right? This is the comfort level that most people are referring to. And I am all here for this. Like, I want you to do all those things. I want all of these things to happen. This is level one. This is step one to getting out of your comfort zone. But like anything good in life, there's more. So level two is the level of possibly leaving situations. It's the level of setting boundaries. It's the level of hard conversations. So let's talk about what I mean by hard conversations. It's beyond just sometimes these conversations with, say, your kid's teacher or your boss. And some of those can be really hard. But I'm talking about the even harder ones, the ones where you have to be honest with your partner about something or you have to tell your family member that they're not invited to the thing that you think it's best and for the mental health of you and your family that they can't come. Having those really, really, really hard conversations that are in service of your highest good. And in this, this is the part we don't always see. Our brain can only see what we're losing, not what we're gaining or what other people might be gaining. Sometimes those hard conversations are actually in service of the other person, even if they get mad, even if they're upset. Sometimes the hard conversations are actually in service of their highest good as well. So that leads us into boundaries, which is associated with these hard conversations. And boundaries could be an entire episode on its own. And it might be, who knows? But boundaries are set from a place of love. Boundaries are not set in a reaction. Boundaries aren't I'm mad at what you did. No, can't do that anymore. Boundaries are when you sit with yourself and you look at the highest good for your life. What are you setting up as a boundary? How are you setting it from love for yourself? It is a boundary with a consequence. It is do this, this happens. And it is you detaching from the outcome. That means you're detached from the other person's reaction. What I mean is they are going to react however they're going to react. Their reactions are not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to set a boundary from love for yourself. And the other thing is sometimes in level two, we're leaving situations. 
And I know that leaving situations can feel sometimes like the closest thing to living death. They can feel painful. Breakups actually activate the part of our brain that sends the signals that we broke our leg. This is harder things. These are really, really uncomfortable. These are viscerally, physically, emotionally hard things to do. And they're as uncomfortable as shit, man. These are difficult, but these are in service of your truth. These are in service of what your soul is here to do. We often have to go through these levels, these things, these conversations, these choices to get ourselves to the place that we are supposed to be. It's to get ourselves out of the comfort zone because when we go out of the comfort zone, we expand. That's it right there. When we go out of the comfort zone, we're expanding. This is the bigger thing that a lot of people are missing. Yes, you get out of the comfort zone. You've tried a new class. You've done this thing. No, we're expanding. We're expanding our light. We're expanding our potential. We're expanding not just ours, but by having these things set up, we allow other people to expand as well. When you close the door to the job that did not serve you, it opens the door for that business to find someone that is jazzed to have that job and it opens other doors for you to expand and another business for you to go to to have the right work with the right people. It's all connected. Out of our comfort zone is just really another word for expansion. So you're all here probably wondering what level three is. Level three is the juiciest one. As always, the last one's the juiciest. I can coach on every single one of these levels. I have coached on every single one of these levels and they're all related. They're all interconnected. I can coach on getting somebody to get over their discomfort and put up their first live video to talk about the business that they just started. And a lot of my clients often take it all the way through to level three, which is essentially what I call the foundation shakeup. This is when you realize that your life, if it was a house, each component of that house was built at various ages, at various stages, with various different influences. And that's recognizing that You see that the two by four of this house was there because of your aunt's criticism and it no longer serves you. And that window was the critical teacher and it needs to go. Such uncomfortable work, but it's intentionally deciding that you are willing to dismantle the house of your life, the scaffolding, the structure, the all of it, And start building brick by brick, two by four by two by four, window by window, the life that you actually want. So it may start by taking a new cooking class that you've always wanted to, and then setting a boundary that's really difficult. And then you're deciding that you want to really go in deep. I'm not saying everybody has this trajectory, they go one, two, three. But the next time you see get out of your comfort zone. Realize it's saying expand and that expansion can go from level one to the point where you are dismantling the structure of what was built not for you 
and really creating this majestic new house, new life that is completely your own. I had a client say recently that they realize they are finally living their life, not merely waiting for it to happen. And I will add to that, you're not living it based on someone else's opinions, values, and criticisms. I bring these levels up for a reason. And I want to remind you that it's totally normal for all of this to feel uncomfortable. And when you really pan out, you see that life is one big uncomfortable pot that we were always most likely uncomfortable in some way, shape, or form, even if we're telling ourselves that we are quote-unquote comfortable. It's recognizing that your brain is also being fearful. It's being fearful of leaving the comfort zone. It's being fearful in the discomfort. It's presenting us fear, presenting us discomfort all the time. So this begs the question, and I love this question. So what flavor of fear do you want? What flavor of discomfort do you want? Do you want the fear that keeps you comfy cozy? Or do you want the fear and discomfort that helps you grow and expand? That's it. I hope this gave you a little food for thought. And I will see you next time. Much love. next time you too can live your most extraordinary life much love want to learn more go to audrabartlett.com where you can learn how to work with me sign up on the email list and even book a free call with me 